Hey everyone, welcome back to the Your Field is Choice NBA podcast. I'm your host, Devin, joined as always by Chris. How are you doing today, Chris? Doing good, man. Just watching some uh, midday truck racing on the dirt in Bristol. Yep, going exactly like you thought it would, too. Oh, they just had another wreck. It's been a shit year. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got a nice, nice big slate today. Um, a little bit of injury news that will dictate some things, but much better than the other day. We'll actually be able to talk about this slate a little bit, so couple uh, really juicy values on the board to, to build around regardless of injury news. And then some of that injury news will just kind of dictate the final build. So uh, with that, that, that being said, let's just jump right into this thing. And um, we're going to use uh, FanDuel positioning because it's a little bit easier, but then we'll overlap with DraftKings. So starting over on FanDuel, uh, this is a play for both sides, though. Saban Lee, uh, your dude for Detroit. Back in the rotation, saw over 20 minutes last game. Uh, you know, this guy's about a point-per-minute guy, getting up to that 25 minute minutes again. 3-7 on FanDuel, 3-8 on DraftKings. Lock him in for me. <clears throat> yeah, me too. Uh, Smith Jr.'s out. I don't really see Corey Joseph playing a big factor. I mean, he played 29 minutes last game, but I think they're going to continue to start Lee and see what they got in him tonight. So I, I like that play a lot on both sides. Yep. Um, and I guess technically Gord Joseph would be in play as well, but, uh, you know, for a little bit less, Lee just makes sense. I mean, 0.9 fantasy points per minute uh, over on DraftKings, 0.92 on FanDuel. That's that's a really good number. So uh, comparison, Goran Dragic is the same. So, you know, that's that's a good number for guys. So, yep, start with saving Lee. He's going to be chalky uh, on both sides. Pretty easy. Over on FanDuel, we have Kyle Lauer comes in really, really cheap at 6,500. But he may not play. I actually think they probably won't play him. Um, you know, they kind of threw in the towel with some of those trades they made. Um, he's getting a little bit older. I'm not sure they're going to push him here. So but if he does, 6500 on <clears throat> a nice price, certainly in play. I also like Malcolm Brogdon coming at 6500 Brogdon hasn't been flashy this year, but if you look at his log, he is the picture of consistency this year. It's essentially 35 to 40 every single night. Yeah, he's he's just like you said, super consistent. He's not going to break the slate, but he's also not going to hurt you. And 6,500 on on FanDuel, and he's 7K on DraftKings. I like that FanDuel price a little bit more, but I mean, he's going to, like you said, consistently going to get you between 35 and probably 45 points a night. Yeah, just super, super consistent play. So if Lowry's out, that's a pretty easy pivot on FanDuel for me over to Brogdon. You do have John Morant, who's... Um, not been consistent, but he does have that those flashes of just massive upside. Uh, dude's so good. But it's not quite as consistent as we would like. It's 7,100 on Fandle, who's certainly in play. I think I would rather just take the savings, get a little bit more safety with a guy like Brogdon or Lowry. But Josh, certainly there, 7,500 on DraftKings. Certainly in play as well. 1.15 fantasy points per minute is solid. And the good thing for Jaw here is the matchup is elite, obviously, against a terrible Houston team. Yeah, no, I, I agree 100%. Um, <clears throat> guy that I'm looking super hard in, and I'm glad they finally gave him a different position besides just point guard, is Luka tonight versus OKC. Um, I think he has massive upside tonight. Um, OKC's kind of throwing the talent, let their younger guys, <clears throat> you know, do more. Luka had a horrible game last game. I mean, 29 fantasy points in 27 minutes. That's like the bottom you, you'll see. That's like his worst game you'll see all year. So I like him to bounce back tonight in a big spot against uh, OKC. Yeah, that's that that probably is the worst game in you know a non-injury game in 
two years, I bet. I, he's not going to do that again. So 1.61 fantasy points per minute. Um, so for him to score what he did, that's that's rare. Uh, yep, certainly like that play. You do have Harden uh, listed at point guard on DraftKings as well. Both guys certainly in play. The clear payup options. Over on FanDuel, it's Luka at 10-8. Westbrook's all the way up to 11. Um, there's a chance Beal's out. If Beal's out, obviously Westbrook uh, certainly is going to climb the boards here. Um, but we don't need to talk about those guys. Those guys are in play. We all know that. So um, Conley, another cheaper option. He should play tonight. He missed the other night, but uh, that was back-to-back. He should be back tonight. So he comes in at 5,800 on FanDuel. If you need even more savings, he's there. 61 on DraftKings again. Kind of kind of end up in that mid-range. Uh, Conley is a decent play here. And one last play on DraftKings. Colin Sexton does carry point guard eligibility on DraftKings. He does not on FanDuel. Um, 7,400. He averages exactly a fantasy point per minute. Uh, so, you know, you can expect about 34, 35 points here, even in a tougher matchup. <clears throat> yeah, no, I, I agree with all that, what you're saying. Um, yep. Let's just move all on. right, let's move over to shooting guard, um, where we have another Cav, Broderick Thomas, coming in at uh, near min price on both, side, both sites, 3,300 on DraftKings, 36 on FanDuel. Uh, listen, this guy does not have the best numbers in the world. 0.85 fantasy points per minute isn't bad, but the big thing is they're giving him minutes. Um, tough matchup, but at 3,300, at 3,600 on FanDuel, uh, you know, they're going to play him 25 plus at least here. Um, that's the kind of value that, that you want because minutes equals opportunity. And, you know, as long as you're not PJ Tucker putting up 0.5 fantasy points per minute. Uh, when you're in this price range, if you're getting minutes, you're certainly a viable punt here. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I think I think he's definitely in playing cash. Is is he getting minutes because Sexton, well, uh, Sexton, what's his well, name? Well, Allen's out? out, so they've moved everybody down. So uh, Nance is now starting at center. He had been starting at the four. So okay. they've actually just gone smaller, um, sliding him in, giving him some minutes. Okay, I was just curious about who was out that would be giving him the minutes, and I, yeah, I know so he got thrown thrown it in, thrown the towel in, but oh, absolutely. So he got twenty minutes against the Lakers the other night, and then he got thirty-one against Sacramento, so <clears throat> two nights ago. So that's the big thing: thirty-one minutes. He shot terribly. He's two for fifteen in those two games, but <laughs> that's uh, pretty bad. you know, but if he's shooting seven, eight shots a night, playing thirty minutes, um, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm sure okay they want to. They want to see what they got here. So if a couple of those shots start falling, um, you know, he scored 16.8 and 18.3 fantasy points. Those shots fall, and all of a sudden that's, you know, you're probably looking at 25 points, uh, which at near minimum price uh, is easily six times return. So I expect him to be pretty popular tonight, um, especially on DraftKings. I think him and Saban Lee are going to be the starting point for most builds tonight. Yeah, no, I, I agree 100%, especially in cash games. Um, I've been starting to do a lot more MME here lately with all the craziness of the NBA. Um, I think that's a good spot to be different tonight is not play Roderick Thomas. And I'll, I'll get to my other – I guess he would be my pivot off of him later, um, you know, when we get to that position. But, yeah, for cash games, I think you start with Thomas and Lee, and it pretty much allows you to do whatever you want, to be honest. I mean – 
plug those two guys in and you're <clears throat> excuse me, you're looking at Roderick. I gotta find him. I mean you're looking at good um good minutes for you know yeah, great good price for the rest of your, your lineup. Yeah, we've actually got a third punt, which we'll get to. Um, Seventy-one hundred for yeah. the remaining positions. That's just that's ridiculous. Yep, that's that's plenty. So, um, rounding up Fanduel, I think what we'll see is Broderick paired with one big boy. So you've got Harden, obviously. You've got Beal, assuming he plays. Um, you've got Zach Levine. You've got uh, Fred Van Fleet. Fred. Gets a boost if Lowry's out, coming in at 7,400. I'm actually not that high in Levine. The price is nice, but um, with Vooch in town, Levine is just pure scoring dependent. He doesn't pick up anything peripheral-wise, especially now that they got a, a true center down there to grab all those rebounds. Um, if he's not going to score 30 real points, I, I really question his upside. So I think I'd rather play Fred. Um, especially if uh, um, Lowry's out. I think I would rather play Fred over Levine or get up to a Beal. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Or, or I mean, for a lower option, who's been he's been quietly dominating, um, Donovan Mitchell. He's pretty much scored 50 or more in one, two, three, four, five, six straight. I mean, the two he didn't score 50 or more was 49.5, so I'm just going to go ahead and round that up to 50. Um he scored 51 and a half in 28 minutes. He's, I mean, he scored 60 in 39 minutes against Washington. I mean, the dude's just, he's on a tear right now for um, Utah. And they're going up against Cleveland. So, I mean, he could even hit 50 in 28 minutes like he did last game. So I'm okay with even going Donovan Mitchell there as well. Yep. I like that call. Uh, I actually did not realize he'd been doing quite that well. He just, for some reason, uh, myself. Cool. I mean, quietly just dominating. <laughs> yeah. People just, people just don't play him either. So, um, Yep, I like that call. Um, guess you know Halliburton. I mentioned Sexton; he's in play. Uh, looking at DraftKings positioning, Sexton carries that shooting guard eligibility. Josh Richardson carries shooting guard. Beal, uh, Paul George coming in at eighty five hundred. Um, again, Fred carries point guard and shooting guard, especially if Lowry's out. That becomes a nice play. And we do have another you know, Patty Mills from. First of all, I'm, I'm a little surprised he's still a spur, um, being that he's an older player and they've officially thrown <clears> him the towel. Um, but Patty's, Patty's uh, always capable of decent things. Well, here's the funny thing. They've, they've thrown in the towel, but they're still sitting as the seventh seed in the NBA. I know, right? Isn't that crazy? <laughs> like, I mean, it's it's insane. Like, they've gotten rid of pretty much everybody, and they're sitting here at the So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, though. Yeah, if you look at Patty, he's been 20-plus, uh, essentially uh, I don't know, 17 of his last 20 or so. I mean, so he's been super consistent. So he's he's certainly in play on both sides. Um, if, again, if that's kind of where you need where you land. I don't think you need him because we've got some of those punts on the board, um, but he is there. So let's move over to small forward, which, again, uh, leads me into one of these punts. Uh, we've got... Danny Adija, and I even looked up how to say his name, so I wouldn't screw it up. I still screwed it up. <laughs> uh, for Washington, he's a rookie. He's the ninth, he was the ninth overall pick. Um, he started early in the year, didn't do a ton with it. Well, he's back to starting here at just 3,400. 
Uh, 0.69 fantasy points per minute is is not great, which is partly why he got moved out of the starting lineup. But again, it's the same thing I was talking about earlier. It's minutes, minutes, minutes. Minutes equals opportunity. Uh, he played 27 minutes last game, put up 18.8 fantasy points. Uh, three games ago, he played 22 minutes and put up 20 fantasy points. So, uh, you know, 3,400. He should be looking at getting some minutes here for Washington. Uh, he is certainly the third punt you could you can throw in the throw in the mix here. Yeah, I like him a lot. Um, if Beal's out, like if Beal's out, I might I might pivot more to him than Thomas um, for for GPP. Um, but if Beal's in, I mean, I still like him, but he just takes a backseat. It, it would go Westbrook, Beal, then probably him. So I, I would really like a really like Beal to be out to feel a lot better about this play. Yeah, um, but same kind of scenario. They want to see, want to see what they got. So they're going to give him some run again. Um, so he's he's certainly in the mix. Uh, over on FanDuel, Justin Holiday comes in uh, underpriced at thirty eight hundred. So he's actually your punt over on FanDuel at the position. He is forty four on DraftKings, which again still in play here. Especially if TJ McConnell were to miss here, uh, that would be a boost to Holiday. He would pick up some of those minutes, kind of solidify his role even more here. Uh, thirty eight hundred for Justin Holiday is a punt option. Bay's all the way down to 4,800 on FanDuel. That's a play you've liked, you've liked, you know, all season long. Um, that's a really nice price for him over on FanDuel. Uh, Josh Richardson coming in at 5K on FanDuel, 5,200 on DraftKings. Uh, again, nice play here, solid price. And then we got some pay-up options: Kawhi, Jimmy. Um, this is the position that I'm gonna probably wait for the last at the moment because it's it's just flooded with options you got hakamara Keldon johnson all these guys malik beasley's back and at five six literally all these guys are almost the exact same price on vandal uh and even on DraftKings. so do you have a lean for anything here uh no i think i think i'm the same way just kind of wait and see i really like that beasley he came back being after being suspended for a month and played 30 minutes at 27 and a half points and now gets brooklyn um, he's a shooting guard on DraftKings, but small forward on <clears throat> FanDuel. I mean, I still like him in this matchup. Um, it was encouraging to see him play 30 minutes and start first game back after being out a month. So right now my lean would be to him, but, I mean, that could change as the day goes on. Like you said, a lot of these guys are right around that same price range, pretty much do the same thing. So it just kind of depends on on where ownership and – if there's a value play opens up or something along those lines. Yeah. And DraftKings, it's probably even tougher because you got, you got Danny there. You got Kawhi as your payup. Josh Luka. Richardson carries uh, the tag, Luca, Justin holiday. So you've actually got a lot of, you got a lot of options here at the, at the position. So yeah, definitely a wait and see position for me. If I need the value, I've got a punt there. If I, you know, if I end up with the ability to pay up, I've got a guy like Kawhi or Luca. So. Lots of options there. Moving over to power forward on FanDuel, Jeremy Grant comes in under 7K, very, very cheap. Uh, he does have a questionable tag if you look, but I believe he is probable. Um, obviously, keep an eye on that. But Jeremy Grant, 6900 on FanDuel, very nice price. Sabonis down to 88 Again, very nice, price, very nice price, especially against Washington. It's a team we've liked to attack um, with bigs all season here. 
Uh, gotta like that price. Your pay down option is Isaiah Roby. Uh, what do you think for Zingas? 7,900 off a couple monster games here against OKC. I assume you like him again as well. Yeah, he's in for another big night. Um, I think he's finally starting to turn it on. Dallas knows they got to start winning some games. Like I said, Dallas does not want to be in that little tiny play-in that they're doing this year. Um, so they're going to try everything they can to get out of those, well, I think it's, what, 7 through 10? Right now they're the 8th seed. So they're going to try to do everything they can to get out of that 8th seed and get up to the 6th seed. So um, I really like Porzingis. <clears throat> OKC's kind of small, um, even though one of my favorite plays is is on OKC, and we'll get to him in a minute. But, um, yeah, I like Porzingis. I don't see anybody on this team that can stop him. He's taken 23 and 28 shots the last two games. Uh, we got to remember those was without Luca. Yeah, but still. one of them had no Luca. I mean, and the other one, Luca played like shit. So yeah, um, that has a little yeah, bit to do with it. But it's flashes of old Porzingis. So at 7900, even 81 on DraftKings, uh, he's certainly certainly on my radar. Uh, over on DraftKings especially if Lowry's out. But really, regardless, Siakam coming in at 7800 is a really nice price. Uh, over on DraftKings, I expect him to be pretty popular there. Um, that is almost a full grand cheaper than his Fando price of 8700 So one of those pricing discrepancy plays. Actually, I haven't seen a ton of those on the slate, um, but Siakam is one of the big ones here at 7800 Expect him to be popular. If Lowry's out, expect him to be chalk on DraftKings at that price. Um, Danny uh, Abdiva that we talked about, he carries power forward eligibility uh, on DraftKings. We've got OG Anubi, who quietly is having a really good season. I honestly didn't know he was capable of the offense that he's shown this year. Um, if Lowry's out, he becomes a strong play. And then we've got you know Finney Smith, uh, Laurie Markkinen's not having a good year, but he's all the way down to 5K on DraftKings. Marcus Morris. Um, so there's some options here. Uh, but again, I think Siakam's probably going to be your chalky play on DraftKings. <clears throat> yeah, 7,800 against Detroit. Just too cheap. I mean, and, and then circling back to OG, if the dude can stay healthy, I mean, he's got he's got some solid upside. Uh, he just can't stay healthy. He, I always feel like he's always out. Like every five to six games, he's down with an injury. Um you know, he, he, we see it right now. He's putting together a nice string of games. Um, 34 fantasy points, 41, 32, 37, all scoring 15 or more real points. I mean, it goes back even further, but he's doing real well right now. Yeah, I, I really like him if, um, if Lowry's out. He just, he's good. He's, he's, and he's one of the best defenders in the league as well. So, all right, let's finish out with center here. You mentioned it. You teased it. Moses Brown, man. This kid he is play. unbelievable, man. He, he is 19 just rebounds at half the other day. He is just, I mean, he is just a rebounding machine. Like, he will be in 95% of my lineups tonight because Dallas struggles against good rebounding bigs. We've seen it all year. Just 6,800 is still too cheap for this guy. He put up 23 rebounds last game. I mean, yeah. it's just, it's ridiculous what he's doing. Yeah, he's he's all the way up to 1.24 fantasy points per minute, which which is elite. Uh, I mean, that's that's really good. Um, so, yep, he's an easy play on both sides. 65 on FanDuel, uh, 68 on DraftKings. I just don't see fading that on either site. Um, if you, for some reason, do want to fade it, or if you're looking at GPPs, you've got Christian Wood. If he plays on, on, on FanDuel at 7,700, 
that is a good price, uh, 1.29 fantasy points per minute. But again, you're getting Moses for 1,200 cheaper at essentially the exact same fantasy points per minute. Um, but then you do have Robert Williams as well, a guy we've been super excited about, finally starting to see those minutes. He's at 1.42 fantasy points per minute. So I've been um, pairing these two the last couple slates together, and it's been working out nice. Just getting every rebound possible. I mean, they he went off for 41 and 37 this last two, and then as a 40 four games ago. So Robert Williams finally starting to get the minutes. I think his price is still too cheap at 6700. Yep. So he's gotten 26 and 27 minutes the last two games, 28 minutes uh, four games ago. So three of his last four have been 26 or more. Still wish he'd get more. I wish he would get 30 minutes a game, but um you know what I'll I'll take I'll take what he's getting. I think he's a walking 40 spot nightly right now. So he's certainly in play as well. I, I like both of them a lot. Um, 68, 67, you could certainly run both. Um, over on DraftKings, it is worth mentioning Zubak continues to have a, to do pretty well um, in this increased role. He's still 5,900 on DraftKings. Price has only gone up a couple hundred bucks. So um, really for me, it's Moses, Zubak, and Robert Williams are the centers I'm considering. Yeah, um, there, there's one more I teased it earlier too. It's like kind of like my my pivot. Um, mm-hmm. It does come with a little bit of risk involved, but um, he was just traded to Washington. Daniel Gafford. He played 14 minutes last game, 26.25 fantasy points in his first game as a Wizard. If he gets up around the 20 point mark at 3,200 or the 20 minute mark around at 3,200 against Indiana, they're going to need his size. The kid can play. We've played him before. Um, Washington might see what they have in this kid. Um, I'm not saying it's not safe at all. It's definitely a little bit of a risky play, but that's what you do sometimes at GPP. You zig where everybody else is zagging. So when I was talking about moving over from Thomas, um, this was the guy that I was really – I have circled, and, and he's going to be in a 30 40% of my lineups tonight. I mean, 26.25 fantasy points in 14 minutes is crazy. Um, and I think he could replicate it tonight because I think they're going to need his size against Indiana. Yeah, and uh, he's going to come in at essentially no ownership, so um, got to like that. Uh, it is. It, I mean, it's risky. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm not saying play this guy in cash, but in, in GPP, you know, if if everybody's going Thomas and you go Moses Brown and Gafford, I mean, that, that's how you different be different than everybody else. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, all right, with that in mind, uh, what else you got for GPP plays, and, and we'll get on <clears> out of here. Um, I. I like that the Indiana Washington matchup both sides. Um, I don't mind either one of them. I like the Dallas OKC matchup, and then I really like if if Kyle Lowry misses. I'm going back to the same team I always go to. <laughs> I like Detroit again. I think Detroit can keep it a little bit closer if Lowry misses. Um, and then on the flip side, you know, all those other guys get a a boost with no Lowry. Um, and then I also I also like Jimmy Butler against uh, New York. So. Um, I'm all over the place, but, you know, I, I have certain plays from each game that I like, like two or three from Washington and Indiana, two or three from Dallas, Jimmy Butler, throw in some Detroit value, and, and you got a good-looking lineup. Yep. Um, can't can't disagree with that. Um, like, um, I do like that Washington game as well. I like, I like Brogdon coming in at just as, as a super consistent play. Um, maybe not the GPP upside I want, but at 7K, um, certainly a guy that I 
that I'm looking at tonight in cash and GPP. Um, yeah, I like that Gafford call quite a bit. Uh, and I like, they've been playing well. Towns has been playing well. It's an interesting <clears throat> matchup. Brooklyn, we talk about it all the time. Best player against Brooklyn. Um, so I like Towns here as well. Um, and that's that's really, I mean, a lot of the plays that we talked about, a lot of the cash plays make for really solid GPP plays as, as well tonight. Yeah, what do you think about, because I know you're, I know we're going to, at least I'm going to get some questions. What about that Milwaukee LAC game later in the day? Got any, you got any ownership plays from that one? Because, I mean, it's like we go back all the time. It's the late hammer, blah, 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 blah. It should be a pretty good matchup. But Giannis has not been playing well. He's He's not looked like Giannis of old. I mean, Two games under 40 fantasy points, that's just not the same Giannis. Yeah, I just, I mean, I find both these teams tough to play uh, in general outside of Giannis, and with Giannis struggling, it's it's tough. Uh, Zubak's been playing well. I like him. Um, I, I'm just, I'm not interested. Not a ton of interest really outside of that. Um, that might be it. Uh, one name I will throw out there um, who's quietly having a, a really good season in general. They're going to need his size as Larry Nance has three straight over 40. It's a tough matchup against Rudy Gobert, but um, that's another guy to, to add on to your, to your GPP radar. <clears throat> I like that. I played him the other night and in my main lineup and, and worked out pretty well. So, yep. Yep. He's, he's quietly a, a pretty darn, pretty darn good player to be honest. Um, I get to watch quite a bit of him. He just has to stay healthy. So, and, um, I, Throw a little shameful plug in here real quick. Uh, we got two hours to the cup race. If you guys want to see uh, <laughs> a shit show of a race, even worse than a, a plate a plate race, I'd say tune in tonight on. I think it's FS1 is where they're racing. But like this truck race, there's been so many cautions, people slipping and sliding. Just wait till we get 40 cup cars out here. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun and crazy. And and I recommend if you if you don't watch any other NASCAR race this year, watch this one. This this will be it's interesting. They haven't done this in like forty years, so it'll be fun. Nice. Yep. Sounds sounds like a, a fun watch. Uh, I may even have to tune into that one. So, all right. Well, with all that being said, we'll catch you next time and good luck. Have a good one.